Oh, give our actors another hand, please. All right. All right, what will you do with Jesus? At this time, we're going to have a song by Michael Collier, David Collier, and Aidan Watkins. and lift your voices Christ has conquered death and hell sing as all the earth rejoices resurrection anthems swell come and worship come and worship worship Christ our risen King see the tomb where death had laid him empty now its mouth declares death and i could not contain him for the throne of life he shares come and worship come and worship worship christ the risen king hear the earth protest and tremble see the stone removed with power all hell's minions may assemble but cannot withstand his hour he has conquered he has conquered christ the lord the risen king doubt may lift its head to murmur scoffers mark and sinners cheer but the truth proclaims a wonder thoughtful hearts receive with cheer he has risen he has risen now receive the risen king we acclaim your life for oh jesus now we Sing your victory. Sin or hell may not to Jesus, but your conquest keeps us free. Stand in triumph, stand in triumph, worship Christ the risen King. Let's give Aiden and Michael and David a hand. Again, I feel our church is rich with talent. I don't know what we were worrying about. God had it under control. Amen. And before our pastor comes with the word this morning, we're going to have words of encouragement by Malachi Politeer. How are we doing this morning? Good, good, good. All right, I come before you with the words of encouragement. All right, it's coming from 1 Peter 1.3. It says, all glory to our Lord Jesus Christ, God and Father, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the grave, 
He has given us fresh life and a living hope and his tremendous mercy. This means that he has given us a fresh start and new beginning. God has chosen us, has blessed us, and has given us a great purpose. All this, all this occurs without his approval. This is called grace, which is where, which grace is, which you give somebody something positive, even though they don't deserve it. Now, I would like to introduce somebody who is funny, um, encouraging, relatable, and a respected, a really, really respected man. Um, er, can I have everybody stand? This guy, this guy is worthy. <laughs> I'd like to bring up the leader of this church, Jerry C. Rice, C. Rice, C. Rice, C. Rice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I ask that you turn to uh, Romans, fourth chapter. Two, two quick verses. Uh, Romans, fourth chapter, verses 24 and 25. It reads as follows. But for our sake also, to whom it will be credited, as those who believe in him who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead, he who was delivered over because of our transgressions and was raised because of our justification. Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you on this day. Lord, where our minds go back to Calvary, and now it goes back to an empty tomb. We thank you for raising on today. Father, we thank you for completing the work through your son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, help us to always remember Calvary and remember the empty tomb. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. First of all, I just want to thank the young folks once again, you came through uh, with a, a great play and a good singing, and uh, the words of encouragement could have been longer. <laughs> I thought you—I thought you was about to go ahead and hoop and holler on us for a second. I thought he was about to preach, <laughs> Amen. But I won't be before you all long. Just—just—just uh, just, just very briefly. Usually when we have a program, I just try to be brief, and, uh, and, and we'll see what the Holy Spirit says. But Romans, uh, the fourth chapter, verses 24 through 25, I, I can start it like this. Many Bible experts have asked this question. Which is more important to Christian theology? The death of Jesus Christ? or his resurrection? The death of Jesus Christ or his resurrection? And when this question was posed to many who have considered themselves deep experts, this is what they've uh, come up with. Here's the answer. It's unanswerable. 
That's what they say. It's unanswerable. How can we possibly choose one over the other? And I'm not going to try to do that today either. I'm just going to say to you all today that rather than choosing, let, let's couple them together. Amen? Let's couple them together. Let's, let's, let's say that they work in concert. Okay? Let's say that they work in concert. Let's, let's say that they look at one another, you know, the death and, and then the resurrection. Let's say that they look at one another deeply in, in, in each other's eyes and, and they look just like in that Jerry Maguire movie and they say to one another, you complete me. The death and the resurrection, they, they look at each other and say, you complete me. Amen. So, so if we, we, we have it as a couple, right, and not trying to choose one over the other, then, then let's move forward to say that on that tragic Friday, on that tragic Friday afternoon, where he, on that Friday where he was beaten to the point of near death, before he was hung on the cross and dies, right? Beaten nearly to death before he was hung on a cross, then dies, right? And, 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 and why, why was he hung on that cross? Well, we, we looked at it on Friday. It, it was because of sin. Sin. Adam's sin. Eve's sin. Then, then when we look down the the path of history, Pontius Pilate's sin, right? The religious leaders' sins. And what about that crowd that said crucify him? Their sins. And then we, when we go down the scope of history a little further, uh, we can say your sins, <laughs> my sins, right? Why, why did he die? For, because of sin. And, and, and who killed him? Oh, man. Fingers, when we point these fingers, who killed him? Who killed him? Was it Pilate? What about the religious leaders? What was, who, who, who killed him? Was it, was it the crowd? Because they were the ones saying, crucify him, crucify. Who killed him? Well, if you read the theologians, they said, Pontius Pilate killed him. The religious leaders killed him. The crowd killed him. But also you and me because of our sin. We were there. And he died for our sins. He died for our sins. Right? And, and, and so that, that awful deadly Friday in which uh, they say was the greatest miscarriage, uh, mis yeah, miscarriage of justice ever done. Guess what?
what we call that Friday. Good Friday. We call it Good Friday. But, but that was the greatest crime ever. But we call it Good Friday. And why do we call it Good Friday? Because of Awesome Sunday. <laughs> when we couple them together, right? Why is Friday so good? Because something happened on Sunday. He rose, he rose. <laughs> they crucified my Savior. I saw y'all, he rose. Right? He rose. Yes, he rose. Yes, he rose. That's, that's why Friday is so good, because... He rose on Sunday. Amen? And, and, and get this, throughout history, no one dealt with death. No one dealt with death. They, they just, they raised their hands and they, they just said, hey, death is just going to happen. We're going to die, right? We're, we're, we're going to die. And, and throughout history, no one ever challenged death because they, they tried to. They, they tried to, 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 to write about immortality. They, they tried to make poems about living forever, but they, they never really dealt with this death thing. People kept dying, right? And, and, and they began to look at death like, hey, it was just going to happen. And, and, and Christians today, you know, they may get in that trap as well where they're thinking, hey, you know, death is just going to, to, to happen. This is just natural. This is just natural. We, we got sayings like this, that there's, there's nothing certain but death and taxes, right? We, we got this saying, uh, here today, gone tomorrow, right? And, and what about this one? We, we drink, eat, and we'll be merry, for tomorrow we die. <laughs> See, it's like death is there, but, but we have to keep in mind, though, as Christians, that there are three great evils, three great evils, right? And, and these great evils are sin, suffering, and death. These are the three great evils, sin, suffering, and death. And let's see how Christ dealt with them in 1 Corinthians 15th chapter, verses 25 through 26. It says this, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be abolished is death. Who dealt with death? Jesus. And he conquered death. See, death is unnatural. Death is unnatural. See, see we have locked in our minds that death is, is a natural thing. But no, in God's original intent, death is unnatural. 
Death is consequential. It's a consequence due to something. But it's unnatural. And, 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 and God is bringing us back to, Jesus is bringing us back to showing us that it's not natural. And, and how did he do that? Well, he died and then he rose again with all power in his hands. And he did this from the beginning. From the beginning, he said, this is my intent. Mark 10th chapter, verse 45, it says this, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Then he says in John 10th chapter, verse 17 through 18, For this reason the... Father loves me because I lay down my life so that I may take it again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I received from my father, death is the penalty for sin. And Jesus came and conquered that great evil called death. He conquered it. How did he conquer it? He conquered it by rising again. He, he, he rose from the dead. Now, now imagine this. Imagine this, that he, he rose and then all of a sudden, there were no witnesses at all to it. And then folks go around and say, you know, and his disciple says, well, the, empty, the, the, the tomb was empty, so he should be good. We should be good. The tomb was empty, so we should be good. Yeah, but, but where, where is he? Well, we good. He said he was going to rise again, and... We should be good. Right? He should be good. Where, where is he? But see, what he did is he rose and then all of a sudden he showed himself. Right? He showed himself. And, 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 and Thomas, who was there last week, saying, ah, no, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this. Then all of a sudden... That next week he comes and Jesus comes into the room and says, touch, I'm real, touch me. And all Thomas could say was what? My God, my God, because he rose and he showed evidence by showing himself, not only to Thomas, but also to the, to the ones on the road to Emmaus, right? And then he showed himself to to some that says to 500 or more, right? And then he showed himself to his brother James as well. See, it was evidence that he conquered death. He conquered death. No one was able to deal with this thing called death. But Jesus conquered it. And he conquered it to tell us that not only... <laughs> Did I conquer it? But I'm just the first. 
If you believe in me, you will rise again as well. If you believe in me, you also shall live. Amen? So, so he dealt with sin and he dealt with death. And, and, and through our suffering, and just like in Hebrews, the 13th chapter, through our suffering, it says that he will never leave us or forsake us. He's there with us even through the suffering. Even through the suffering, he's there. So, so there's death, there's sin, and there's suffering. And all of those three great enemies he has dealt with for us. He's dealt with them for us. Amen. Now, now get this, because this was said on Friday. With sin, he, he dealt with the, the power of it, the penalty of it, and the presence of it, right? He dealt with the power of it, right? The penalty of it, and then the presence of it, right? So, so, so when, he, when he dealt with the power of it, all of a sudden he, 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 he rose, but, but those three days down there, he wasn't like chilling. He was working on our behalf, right? And they said that he was raised with all power in his hand. Death, where's your sting? Grave, where's your victory? He got up with all power in his hand. Amen? And, 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 and then all of a sudden, so, so with the penalty, it was, the penalty of sin was death, but all of a sudden he conquers death. Right? He conquers death. And then there's this, 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 this thing of, of, of just the, the, the power of it. All of a sudden, you like, you're like Paul in the seventh chapter of Romans. The thing I, I, I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I find myself doing. So wretched man I am, right? But see, he conquers that as well. How does he conquer that? Through, see, through sanctification. Day after day after day, we become more like him. As we walk this walk and we live this life with Christ, you're not, all of a sudden you, you, you don't walk the same anymore. right? See, some things you are delivered from immediately. You know, Elder Mac has a testimony where all of a sudden he was delivered from smoking and didn't even know it, right? But, but sometimes there are things that just keep dogging you. But, but what you see is all of a sudden you see that your attitude about it changes, right? And, and, and the joy that you used to have in doing it, you don't have that no more. Because that sanctification is, is starting to take place and you're becoming more and more like him. And, and the things I used to do, I don't do anymore because, see, they don't, they don't give me joy anymore. And I'm finding my joy in someone else. And that is Jesus Christ, right? So that sanctification is how he's delivering us from the power 
of sin. Well, what about this presence of sin? Don't you get tired of being around what's wrong? Tired of being around wrong people with wrong attitudes, treating me wrong, treating each other wrong. All oh, this, this, you know, this, this death and, and racism and, and, and all these incidents. You can't even watch the news without another gun incident and everything. I'm tired of it. Just the, just the very presence of sin, right? And, 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 and then when you get worked up about it, some of us say, Lord, just take me away. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Wait. <laughs> not, just, not just yet. Not just yet. Hold up, Lord. Scratch that. <laughs> right? I don't want to die yet. See, some of us, we, we, we don't know. We, we're, we're, we're torn. You know, we're not like Paul, where Paul said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I, I want to stay here for you all's benefit, but I can't wait to see Jesus. I mean, I just, see, we're not like that. We, we got hang-ups down here. We're just like, hold up, Lord. I just, you know, I, you know don't, don't, don't take me before I get that, uh, before I get that, that, that BMW, please. <laughs> I just want to experience it, right? Right? No, don't take me yet. See, we got hang-ups down here. But when you get into that, 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 that progressive walk of sanctification, you'll get to the point where you hate sin just as much as he hates sin. And you look at it the same way, and you don't want to even be around it. And then when you get to that point, you just say, Lord, take me. Lord, take me. So he, he, he'll take you from the presence of sin by ushering you into heaven. But here, here's the thing. When, when, you, when you get there, you won't walk around heaven all day in these bodies. No, no, no. See, he's going he's gonna to even transform that. Right? How he deals with death, he's going to give you a body that can't die. Because he rose with a body that can't die. Right? So, so he dealt, dealt with it completely. From, from the power of it, to the penalty of it, to the presence of it. He dealt with it completely. He's given you, a, he, he rose. He rose, saints. He rose. He, he, he died due to my sins, but he rose for my salvation and my justification. Right? He rose for my salvation and my justification. And, and the deep thing is, is that salvation completely. Salvation completely. He didn't just partly save me. No, he saves completely. And he's going to finish the job. Yes, he's going to finish the job because he, he gave you a new spirit within. Right? And we're new creatures. We're new creatures right? Don't have the same appetite because we're new creatures. But this new creature needs a new home, right? And this is not our home. This is not it. This ain't it. A lot of us are busy trying to make this home, but this is not home. This is not home. 
A lot of us are investing time and effort and everything else to make this as comfortable as possible because we want to exist down here as if it's paradise. But the truth is, is that this is not our paradise. This is not home. We got something to look forward to. I've got heaven in my view. What about you? I've got heaven in my view. And, 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 and I'll leave you with this. I have much more, but let me leave you with this. It says this. It says that someone put John 3.16 on a card, and they broke it down like this. They broke down every word and every phrase. And this is how they broke it down. It says, John 3.16, God, the greatest lover, so loved the greatest degree. The world, the greatest company that he gave, the greatest act. His only begotten son, the greatest gift. That whosoever, the greatest opportunity, believeth, the greatest simplicity, right? Believeth in him the greatest attraction. Should not perish the greatest promise, but the greatest difference have the greatest certainty, everlasting life the greatest possession. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? And, and, and here today is that opportunity. What an, what an opportunity you have. What an opportunity you have. You know, when, when I, I was driving here today, there was no bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic I experienced today. Matter of fact, the roads look clearer than ever. I said, wow, you know, are folks rushing to, to celebrate this day at all? I mean, just clear path all the way through. If it, if it took me, you know, to get here from Oxford, if it took me about, like, 40 minutes, 42 minutes average. Today it was like 30. No traffic at all. No traffic at all. And, and, and what thought came to my mind is, is anyone going to celebrate this day? Will anyone celebrate this day like me? Because I've been celebrating it all week long, saying, thank you, Lord, for what you've done. You died for me. You died for me. And I made it personal this week. You died for me. So that I may have an opportunity to live eternally with you forever. What a fellowship. 
And here's an opportunity today for you to have that blessed fellowship with the Lord. Choose ye this day who you will serve. We serve a living Savior. He rose. And I could have gone technical with this thing and, and, and showed you like the evidence and all this, but here it is. Here's the bottom line. He rose. We serve a living Savior. And he dealt with death. And he dealt with sin. And he's dealing with our suffering because he's there with us through it all. What a golden opportunity. Serve him today. What will you do with this Jesus? What will you do with this Jesus? That's the question with eternal implications. What will you do with Christ? Will you accept him or will you reject him? I pray that you will accept him today. Today. Amen. Amen. And, and for those who will make that decision or, or want to understand it a bit more. We'll have elders here before you to, to help you through that, pray with you. And for those who are out on Zoom, we, we ask you to contact us. Our information is there available. Please don't hesitate to call. But don't let this day pass you by. For those who know them, we are celebrating. And for those who, who don't know him, uh, uh, join the party. <laughs> join the party. Let's celebrate new life in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'll turn it over to those in hospitality. <laughs> um, so some acknowledgments, you know, because we have to give it to the, I'm thinking the people, you know, who can, this couldn't have been possible without them. So uh, let's give it up for the colliers because, you know, instruments. All right. All right. Um, as you know, the dancers. You no. Know? All right. And I asked one simple thing. Can everybody look to the back, please? Sister Brenda. I thank you because this would not have been possible without you um, as, you know, you're like the queen of, of all of this, all right? And especially pastor. Especially uh, pastor, the, the sermon that was wonderful. I know I heard it. I, I don't know about y'all, but I know I heard it. All right. Now, um, I would like to turn it over to hospitality, Kelsey.